0: Of traditional piety, of plain ignorance, and find treasure. We've begun to reclaim these women and to discover in them our truest heroines, our real midwives of the spirit. And it's probably not a moment too soon. I've experienced the hunger to, in some way, connect with these women in a personal way but I've also seen the effects of their absence on Western culture. In other words, it seems throughout Western history the wealth of women's spiritual experience has been marginalized systematically. Their voices have been muted. And the result now is a deep hunger that's felt across the whole imbalanced culture. And it's with the hope of restoring that balance and reconnecting us with the whole lineage of feminine spirituality, that I invite you to join me for a walk through a special kind of gallery. In a sense, the six women that I'll be talking about today come from a uniform tradition. They're all European Catholics. But beyond that, their diversity is astonishing. They're from different parts of Europe, three from Italy, one from Spain, one from Germany, and one from England. But what's really remarkable is the diversity of perspective and voice that they bring. Some died when they were in their thirties. Most of them, though, lived very long lives, astonishingly long, considering the lifespan of the time in which they lived. The sources that we can draw upon vary dramatically. In some cases, there's only a manuscript. In other cases, we're flooded with material, you know, books and letters and memoirs and so on. And if I were to identify what seems to be the single factor that unites all of them, it's their genius for inwardness. It's that all of them have responded heart and soul to what MacTilde Magdeburg calls the inward tug of love of God. Well, so what are the barriers? What are these layers that we must remove? I'd like to mention some of them and the kind of help that we're getting now in removing the barriers. One, for example, is the simple difficulty of entering their worlds, of accurately imagining what their living contexts were, and from that assessing then what they meant when they said what they said. Historians have changed their focus in recent years and are looking much more closely at documents that give us a feeling of what daily life must have been like in medieval Italy or Germany. We have, for example, records that the notary public's office kept in the 15th century that give us exactly the contents, the household furnishings of Catherine of Genoa at her death. A small thing, but when you can actually picture the woman's living room, you know, the couch, the cupboard in the corner where the linens were kept and so on, it fleshes it all out. Another problematic area has to do with food practices. We read so much about the extreme fasting that many of these women underwent. What does that mean? Well, anthropologists, with their much wider lens than we literary scholars have, have helped us put these practices into a cross-cultural perspective and to reach surprising conclusions and to remove that sense that what they were doing was pathological. And what do we make of the regular occurrence, it's almost an embarrassment sometimes, of miracles, Just when you're starting to feel comfortable with, say, a Catherine of Siena, she's casting out somebody's demon, or she's curing a leper. Here, I think both historians and anthropologists help, reminding us that the medieval worldview was very different from ours. One historian, for example, characterizes our modern worldview as controlled, atomistic, and one-dimensional, in contrast to the chaotic, holistic, and multidimensional reality within which men and women of Teresa's and Claire's time lived. In other words, those of us who subscribe to a very predictable, orderly, linear universe are, in a sense, in a minority in terms of human history. People of other times and other places who believed otherwise vastly outnumber us. Now, visions... Are another difficult thing. And I think we really need to take seriously and recognize that most of us harbor some resistance to.